why did I quit my podcast and I made it back? Why did I quit my podcast? What did I learn that I can share with you today? That with success and attention, you also invite praise and criticism. I was building. I hadn't gotten anywhere near where I wanted to, but suddenly there were more and more people DMing and reaching out to me for conversations and with that came opinions. The worst were the opinions from people I knew who weren't even in the podcast game. Hell, they weren't even in the creative arena. And all the attention and criticism and opinion clustered, forming a whole new brain. I had to rebrain. The time out to rebrain showed me exactly what I needed to do to not only find my voice again, but knowing how to nurture it. Welcome back to the Life Recovery Podcast. It's me, Serena Hussein. I hope you're enjoying the daily episodes because I came back knowing that I'm going to be providing weekly episodes. But just to get you through the rest of 2020 and into 2021, I want to reconnect with you. So here you go. So I did it. I know I said I would relaunch my podcast on the 21st of this month. And already I'm four episodes in. But now that it's finally done, it feels like I'm 15 again. Like I've just shared a school project I work my butt off for. I think that's a good thing. It's strange how the whole process of planning and writing episodes, setting up to record, I'll be shooting LV shorts soon, bite-sized videos for YouTube in the coming weeks. And then actually recording, editing, uploading and rendering, then getting all the artwork and social promo done. It's all been a lot, but so satisfying. But there was a time a year or two ago when this process felt anything but. It was painful, it was stressful and it was far from fulfilling. I realised only recently, whilst uploading episodes of this second season to Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud and YouTube, that previously, when I was building the listenership, I ended up inviting a lot of voices from the outside. Aside from my own critical voice, what was really messing with me was the unsolicited advice from others. I was connecting with new people via a new network, creative network, but also active with my existing network. And the interest and the input from all of these networks was, it was a lot. It led me to become unclear on my mission, my niche, and eventually so disengaged with the whole creative process. My expectation was to continue to build as I had been, continue to attract outside interest like brands and agencies who began to reach out to me to attend their press events or send me relevant products to review. I began to get more commercially minded, 
where I was being approached for hosting gigs and I tried desperately to fit it all in. I was still working my J-O-B of consulting and PR for brands and entrepreneurs and, and being a single parent. It all became about numbers and strategy and I think the content suffered. I fell out with a couple of creatives, one in particular I was inviting on my podcast on a regular basis. It was a painful and confusing fallout for all involved, no doubt. Quitting things without resolve isn't nice. We didn't reach an understanding and in an act of self-preservation I went mute. You know the way, if you have nothing to say then don't say anything at all. So I peacefully bowed out or I let them bow out. I mean it was my podcast which I pre-produced, recorded, hosted, produced and promoted myself. I'm a one woman band. The creatives I invited on my pod to co-host literally came into the studio, spoke on the mic and left. I felt pretty tired and burnt out, disappointed from the fallout, not quite feeling clear about the direction of my podcast and getting all kinds of advice and commentary about my content pretty much made me creatively shrink. I hid. There was an additional ingredient and I talk about it in a previous episode called shame past trauma and cultural interference meant even that baggage began to leak out so I just wanted to quit but I couldn't quite pull the plug because I loved it so much something kept me hanging on so episodes became sporadic I'm sure you noticed Initially, I loved the process until I began to expect too much from it. The boom of podcasts began to happen a couple of years back and I'd started mine in 2016. The pressure was building as I was building momentum. I had people in my ear telling me how I should hire, put myself out there and even advising on the kind of content I should cover. To be fair, Some of the advice was solicited because I had doubted myself so much I was disenchanted with where I was headed. There were invitations to studio sessions to interview well-known musicians but as a woman in a creative industry without an entourage or team I did not feel comfortable. I have to shout out a family of creatives and producers who never crossed that line and always treated me with the utmost respect. Tacit Music Group, Prince, Orange, Wiz. It's important for women in creative industries to feel safe and get great content collaborators. So shout out Tacit Music Group. So after all that, there was so much going on. Not quite sure who to collaborate with, how to plan content, which way to go. I had to rebrain. I took a break. It was the only way. This meant clearing out and starting again. And so I did that. I revisited old episodes and the ones that stuck out to me were the interview with American rapper, producer Odyssey, Uh, The conversation with Hannah Williams and the affirmations when No ID, the producer who put together Jay-Z's 444 album, sampled their song for the title track. The solo 
commentary episodes I put out about not getting married and not advocating marriage, reviewing the poetry works I was sent by Jeanne Aiko's publisher, reviewing Brené Brown's Call to Courage and grabbing an insightful chat with Justin Finlayson from Charity United Borders in the UK. In terms of niche, my topics and episodes have been eclectic, as am I. I will be doing an episode on being a creative hybrid because constantly, constantly I've been told I'm a jack of all trades and master of none for so many years, yet knowing deep down that being a master of many and a pluralist is the way forward. So I'm happy to return to my eclectic mix of topics, all of which have insightful, creative and independent minds. And it was my creative and independent mind that I needed to feed. I rebrained rather than rebranded. In the time I've been away from the pod, we've had the pandemic and I've regrouped And the incessant voices and opinions have quietened down a lot. I've shrunk my circle. It was a little crowded in terms of too many voices. Like Big Sean says, I had people in my circle who were not in my corner. I was illuminated when I realised the self-interest of others in the collaborations and conversations I was having. And when you are an independent putting in all the investment, time and energy, there is certainly no time for others to be coming in throwing their weight around. Returning to and resuming my content online started with my daily blog on lifeacabri.com and has felt effortless and enjoyable. And since planning my content, recording it and sharing it on my platforms, I've built up the momentum I really missed. You can ask Cub, I'm a lot less miserable. But the biggest lesson I learned again and again was the importance of staying neutral, no matter what the noise or input is from others just remaining focused and dedicated to the process. Nipsey Hussle's dedication became a mantra for me. K dots bar in that minor setback for a major comeback. That's my favourite. Comeback for me in terms of how confident I am with my voice. Currently, I'm spending at least two to three hours a day outside of my regular job and home mum life planning and putting out content and it's been thoroughly enjoyable so far I completely forgot to mention during the pandemic I wrote a short film it's a spoken word project and it's going into production soon and I'm going to share more of that over here as soon as um, I can get to the next steps but it's a really exciting and personal piece of work which will be on my creative YouTube channel. Uh, Links are provided. But building up the momentum required finding confidence in my voice again. So once I rebrained, I guess it came organically. The rearranging of my brain, as Jenny Aiko says, or the inner engineering and self-management, according to Sadhguru, These internal processes allowed me to become more grounded, right? So in becoming more grounded, I can more easily discern what is interfering with my process and definitely not not helping me to nurture my voice. That inner muscle we have that helps us discern what is really good for us. Yes, that became a lot stronger for me. 
I am so geared up to share content with you. It's become kind of a natural process now. It's just coming more naturally and the content will continue to be about questioning the status quo, reflecting on things that matter to to me and my audience, the creative process, social awareness, emotional intelligence, spotlighting lyricists, poets, change makers and more. There's a lot to come. Thank you so much for sticking around, tuning in, subbing, sharing, liking, supporting. You are very much appreciated. I'm enjoying this so much. I will be back soon. I am Serena Hussein. This is the Life at Cabri podcast.